and sharing some really surprising habits that can help our kids actually start eating enough veggies to get the nutrients they need. Hey there, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Earth Food First podcast. If you are new here, nice to meet you. I'm your host, Lindsay Navama, a toddler mama, cookbook author, and certified integrative nutrition coach on a mission to reimagine kid food culture every Thursday here on the pod. Today, we're addressing a struggle that so many parents face, which is how to help our kids eat enough vegetables. Now, I've said this before, and I will say it again, veggies in America have a serious PR problem. Too often, they're presented as sort of a must-eat to get a treat or served as an afterthought. They're overcooked, they're under-seasoned, and I don't know about you, but I don't want to eat overcooked or under-seasoned vegetables either. But this is really confusing because we live in a culture where most parents genuinely want our kids to eat more vegetables. So you'd think that we would be constantly celebrating their uber healthy powers and making them the star of the show at most meals. But most of us don't. And sometimes we're even hiding them. So what's going on? Why are we doing this? I think that there's three reasons. Fear, habits, and cooking. So let's dive into fear for a minute. We live in a society, right, that generally accepts this notion, even though it's false, that kids just don't like vegetables. So we shy away from veggie-centered meals, assuming that there's going to be a battle that we've already lost. Now let's talk about habits. We've been programmed to fill kids' plates with mostly processed carbohydrates, some protein, and then like a side glance, like a little side eye of vegetables, right? And this ratio is totally backwards. So when we look at more modern food pyramids, like that of Dr. Mark Hyman's, who is a very esteemed functional medicine doctor here in the US, he has built a food pyramid um, where the largest portion, the bottom portion, is made up of non-starchy plants, right? AKA vegetables, followed by lean proteins and healthy fats. And Dr. Hyman actually recommends for adults that we fill our plates with 75% non-starchy plants. So for kids, aiming for about 50% as a jumping off point can be a great place to start and can vastly increase the amount of vegetables that they're getting per day. Um, and the frequent exposure really normalizes um, just eating more vegetables in every meal. And the last one is cooking. So I think many parents are just sort of at a loss when it comes to preparing a variety of vegetables in a variety of ways that taste delicious, but don't take a ton of time. Let's just recap that for a second. Our fear that kids won't like veggies that we serve, our habits of giving vegetables the least real estate on the plate, and our, frankly, lack of cooking skills are some of the obstacles that are holding us back from helping our kids get the nutrients that vegetables provide to optimize and protect their mental and physical health. The good news is we can absolutely overcome these obstacles. And the first step is to start giving vegetables the spotlight they deserve. Let's think about this. 
when we want kids to learn to read or ride a bike or play an instrument or play a sport, what do we do? We champion that thing. We expose them to it as often as possible with great excitement and joy because we know that our energy that we bring to something is contagious. So what if we develop a new marketing strategy when it comes to helping kids learn to like vegetables? One that gives vegetables a starring role in most meals and positions them as the true superheroes that they can be for our bodies and minds when we eat them regularly. So we've developed a free seven-day step-by-step guide to help you start raising veggie lovers at any age. And today I'm going to be revealing the secret sauce behind what exactly makes our veggies first guide so effective and sharing some really surprising habits that can help our kids actually start eating enough veggies to get the nutrients they need. So let's first talk about a baseline, right? When we talk about enough veggies, I want them to eat enough veggies. Well, how much is enough? If you have had a toddler in the past two decades, you might be familiar with Peppa Pig's vegetable song. Fruit and vegetables keeps us alive. Always remember to eat your five. Well, Peppa, is that five fruits and five vegetables? What are we talking from a serving standpoint? How many servings for a three-year-old versus a six-year-old? It's not super clear, Peppa, not super clear. So here's the real deal. Um, There is a pretty solid chart from myplate.gov. I do not always agree with how our government um, educates us on childhood nutrition, but this this, uh, chart that we will link to in the show notes is pretty solid. And basically it breaks it out. So from one month to two years, you're looking at two thirds cup to one cup per day. Um, For children, anywhere from two to eight years, there was a range from one cup to two and a half cups, obviously edging towards more as the child gets older. So at nine years old, they start breaking it out between boys and girls. So from nine to 18 years old, you're looking at one and a half cups to three cups of veggies per day. And for boys, you're looking at um, two cups to four cups per day. Because it's important for us adults to put our own oxygen masks on first, and let's be honest, we don't all eat enough veggies, I did also include the amounts for um, women and men, and so you can check those out in the show notes. But for women, it's about two and a half cups to three cups, and um, for men, you're looking at three cups to three and a half cups per day. This is a side note, but one I agree with. So Dr. Mark Hyman recommends for adults six to eight cups a day. So this is much more in line with what it would look like to fill our plates with 75% of veggies. But check out that chart because it is good to have a baseline. We've also linked to a really helpful table in the show notes that shows you a list of veggies and what amount adds up to one cup, right? So it might say one medium carrot is one cup or two cups of fresh spinach is one cup or one cup of cooked spinach. So you can check out that chart in the show notes. Now let's do a little what I eat in a day exercise. And we will use my daughter, Stella, who is four, uh, just to give you an idea of what does this amount look like in a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 
So for her, we're using two cups of vegetables over the course of three meals and one snack. I am aware that some of the vegetables I used are technically fruit, but for this purpose, if it's not sweet, we're calling it a vegetable. Breakfast veggies. I would do a veggie first in a quarter cup of cucumbers for her, um, and then add a quarter cup of peas with quinoa and egg. For her lunch veggie, we might do a quarter cup of roasted carrot rounds with cinnamon, and then five leaves of endive kind of tacos that are filled with mashed avocado. Her snack veggie might be two baby red sweet peppers and like four celery sticks um, that I've cut up and added maybe some nut butter and seeds. And then for dinner veggies, we would do a veggie first of maybe a half a cup of raw spinach leaves that she would dip in olive oil and balsamic, a quarter cup of sauteed zucchini noodles mixed with a quarter cup of pasta, and of course, my favorite, Rao's marinara sauce because it really is the best with no added sugar. So hopefully that gives you a visual of what two cups of veggies looks like for a toddler at least over the course of a day. And when you picture like a quarter cup or a half cup, it's really not that much per meal, but the key is including vegetables at most meals and trying to offer them first whenever you can is a massive, massive help, which leads me into the deep dive we're going to do now into our free veggies first guide. So what exactly is this veggies first method? I talk about this in episode one, but when I was pregnant, I read this great book called Bringing Up Baby, and it chronicles a American woman living in France. And the book inspired me to adopt several kind of French habits, especially uh, the tradition of serving a small portion of vegetables first at most meals whenever possible. And I get that broccoli for breakfast might sound super strange for some families, but in France, this hyper-healthy habit isn't weird at all. And just more proof that whatever we normalize becomes normal. So why does this method work so well? Two reasons. One Humans are the hungriest at the start of the meal. Super logical, right? So when vegetables are served first, we naturally eat more of them and take in more of the magical nutrients that our bodies know how to use. We also remove the competition. It is no secret that foods like bread and pizza and pasta can be way more tempting to our taste buds, adults and kids alike. But especially for kids, it's a tall order to ask them to choose broccoli over pasta. Some kids will, um, but many won't. So by serving the vegetable first, especially if you have a child who tends to leave the vegetables on their plate, we remove the competition um, and just make the choice to choose the veggies so much easier. So here's a side note, if you are a family dealing with a child who truly believes they don't like vegetables as a whole, one of the best things you can do is to change your belief. That means when you start believing that they will eventually learn to like and enjoy some vegetables, because there's thousands, it helps them feel like they can change their belief too. So we have this veggies first method now, right? We have a tool in our toolbox and it's very effective. But when we change things in our lives, 
we're much more likely to keep the habit going when we understand the why behind the try. So why is it important to eat enough vegetables? The simple act of just serving veggies first can have many profound benefits when it comes to our family's health. First, it can balance your kid's blood sugar. And this is massive. This means um, less mood swings, meltdowns, less hyperactive moments, fewer sugar cravings, and crashes. That is a win for them. It's a win for us. But if we zoom out, helping our kids balance their blood sugar can actually protect them from developing insulin resistance, which can lead to type 2 diabetes. So this is something we want to pay attention to because right now type 2 diabetes in our youth is skyrocketing. There's actually been a 95% increase in type 2 diabetes in people under 20 years old from 2001 to 2017. Filling up on fiber-rich veggies first can also help our kids not overeat. Why is this important? Because overeating chronically can lead to obesity, and obesity has been linked to the development of diseases such as type 2 diabetes and heart disease. And look, I get it. Adopting new habits, like serving vegetables first, can feel hard in the moment. But I think doing all we can to protect our kids' health in this highly processed world is absolutely worth it. So now you might be wondering, well, how exactly do I embrace this veggies first lifestyle? Here's how. In our guide, we have a seven-day challenge that provides a six step plan to help you begin serving veggies first at most meals. It also includes tips for unblocking obstacles to get your family on board, 16 proven tools for raising veggie lovers and reducing picky eaters in general, seven crazy simple veggie first recipes, my five secret sauces for well-dressed veggies, a grocery list, a printable success log, which is sort of like a star chart, and a seven-day meal plan with an example as well as a template. Now, I always like to manage expectations, so let me be very clear here. The seven-day challenge is an amazing jumping-off point to begin what is a daily practice of teaching our kids how to prepare and eat and enjoy vegetables regularly. Every family begins the challenge in a different place. And if your kids are in a stage where they believe they don't like vegetables, your path is going to be longer, but it is completely doable if you stay the course. The art of learning to eat in a way that honors our bodies and our whole health is a marathon and not a sprint. I myself am absolutely still a student, but I promise after reading this guide, you will be empowered with new tools and a fresh perspective when it comes to helping your family develop a positive relationship with vegetables. If the French can do it, so can we. Now, for all your efforts, I do want you to know that this is actually much more than just a challenge to eat vegetables first for seven days. This is the very beginning of a much larger culture change challenge. When we teach our kids to eat pure, simple earth food, 
we are honoring much more than just our bodies, but we're also protecting the precious planet that we all call home. So farm food creates a lot less waste than factory food, which has to be manufactured and packaged. And living a plant-forward lifestyle supports the farmers who grow the magical food that ends up protecting our family's true wealth, which is our health. And I'll leave you with this final thought. When we begin changing the narrative and changing norms, we begin changing the culture. Thanks so much for spending your time with me, for listening, for caring, and for being bold in the face of change. If you learned something, it would mean the world for you to follow, rate, and review our podcast and share it with your favorite families. These little actions will literally help our show go on. Find more Earth Food First goodness over on Instagram at earthfoodfirst and on our website, earthfoodfirst.com. And don't forget to grab your free veggies first guide in the show notes.